This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. That is something you never say to a bad gay. You need to calm down, Helen. Yeah, thanks, Tay-Tay. <laughs> you know what, though? That song, it's really did back up the LGBT community. I, I don't know if you know this, but maybe you're going to prove me wrong. Um, at the very end of that film clip, she had a letter addressed to the US government, who we know who's who that is at this current stage of life, and she pretty much was slamming them and saying, hey, we need to change these laws uh, to in regard to, you know, um, trans people within the military. And that was the. So she really dedicated the song to something very political and powerful. So I like playing that song because I always think of that. She's very smart like that. She's a, a, attached it um, to her. I think she's, she's certainly not afraid of spe- being yeah. an advocate. That's for right. Things that she believes in. Which so. is what I think we definitely are lacking. Absolutely. All right. So we have a new segment this evening. We that do. We're, we're rolling out for the first time, and it's called BGGP. Helen, what does that mean? That means bad gays going places. Do, do you hear something? I can hear things. Is that, oh, that plane that just flew past. Uh, hey, wait, oh, we've missed the plane, Helen. Uh, someone didn't miss the plane because someone's oh. been in oh. Italy for the last how many weeks? Okay, i got to go again. Yeah, that'd <laughs> be about right. So bad gays going places. That's right. We're talking about some of the social phenomenon yes. when bad gays travel. That's and right. I hear... Mr. Alex, that you have an interesting little anecdote. I actually to do. Tell us about shock horror. I was gone for only a few weeks, you and were. and lots yeah. happened. Apparently, they did. Now, I I was aware of the term couch surfing. Yes, so was I. As it stands, my understanding. Being being a bad gay and certainly being someone who, I don't know, doesn't engage very much with other people, Uh would never participate in couch surfing. But I did have some people, acquaintances, Uh that certainly did participate in it. Mm -hmm. And my understanding of couch surfing was it was an online application where mm-hmm. you could find somewhere to sleep for the night yep. when you were travelling. Yeah, and then back in the day you had to, like, know people and do it that way, the old-fashioned way. But, yeah, just, like, finding a place to crash in it, very temporary, very, like, just a one-nighter, maybe two-nighter max. It's very short-term, And not we're not talking one-night stand here. We're just... I mean, no, yeah, no, let's, let's be bold and say no. We're okay. going to say no this time. However... <laughs> In your travels, yes. what happened, Mr. Um, Alex? Turns out there's a huge social media app called Couchsurfing, which I dare say has not taken off um, here in Australia that high because I would definitely know about it, I feel. But then that's me just thinking I know everything and maybe I just have to accept that I don't. 
But um, it's an app. Uh, it's been around for the last decade, but it's only become popular in the last few years. Um, people use it to arrange homestays, so it does tie back with the original term. Um, but also lodging and finding hospitality work and giving people tours. So you are on the app and you either choose to host people or you are a guest. And when you're hosting, it's you're a local for that area that you're in that city and you kind of low-key give people tour guides. Okay. Really interesting and it's all free. And, um, and so you stay at these people's places? Well, or? that's an option within the app. But I, was, I made friends with someone and we just met up with people. Okay. And where did you public. do this? What, what? I did this in Prague. In Prague. Uh huh. In Praha. Interesting. Yeah. It's called. Um, oh no, that's another thing I've got in front of me. What were you going to say? <laughs> so, so you you only used it as a a, a tool to meet people, yeah, and network, get to see get places, get an insider's perspective, yeah, and from we re- the locals. We really did because uh, in Prague, uh, the tourist centre is very small. I guess you could kind of relate it to Melbourne, where it's you can kind of walk everywhere. Very small. Everything's in one section. Um, and everything is really expensive, and I heard that Prague wasn't that expensive, so I was really confused. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we made friends through the app, and we met at a bar, um, a 20-, 30-minute walk from where we were staying, so it was outside the touristy area. However, prices were suddenly halved. People were suddenly a little friendlier. All these traits, the bar was kind of hidden. It wasn't didn't have a huge sign. You had to walk through it. It was one of those hidden bars. Like, we've got them here in Melbourne as well. You had to walk through somewhere, somewhere again, and finally got there, and it was a cool vibe. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So you'd recommend this? I as- would definitely recommend it. I Like I've said, I'm not sure if it's a thing here, but I really want it to be. Certainly not something I'd engage in. I don't like I don't like engaging with people that much. Uh-huh. But it sounds like an interesting way for say let's let's put it politely say the younger generations to to actually see parts of cities through the eyes of a local. I agree with that statement. Well done, mm-hmm. Mr. Alex. I actually have a little bit of info on that as well. Um, the idea came from a really young guy who got tickets. This is back in the day, so he developed this in the early 2000s. He found cheap flights to Iceland, and he's he's American, but he couldn't find anywhere to stay, to couch surf, literally. Um, so he hacked into the database of the University of Iceland and randomly emailed... Are you ready? Uh, 1,500 students, and guess how many got back to him? 1,500? Uh, oh, almost, almost. A few hundred got back to him, and he was able to stay at these people's houses for free. He literally scammed them, and he thought, you know what, I want to do this a legal way. And then... There's a business opportunity. Exactly. That's very, how cool is that? very innovative. I know. So that's that's an there interesting little phenomenon of bad yes. gays going places. So that's right. thank you, Mr. Alex. You're most welcome. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organization, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.